Thank you, Will and the team, for leading us in congregational worship. The kingdom is here. The kingdom has come. So we sing, holy, 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 holy. And who is the one to open the scroll? The resurrected one. And Peter and John, they spoke a kingdom boldness. And they had kingdom confidence. They had kingdom favor. We're going to explore that today. Our senior pastor, Dr. Richard Conwisher, has designed this series, Thy Kingdom Come. And last week, he preached on kingdom power. Before that, it was kingdom spirit, kingdom witness. And today, I want to encourage you, we're going to talk about kingdom courage. Our sermon is entitled, Non-Disclosure Agreement, short for NDA. So let's read our text. Acts chapter 4, verses 18 through 21, reading from the NIV version. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Yes, the one that we were singing about. But Peter and John replied, which is right in God's eyes to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because the people, because all the people, yes, all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. Let us pray. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, we pray, Lord, that you will give us kingdom courage. Control us by your Holy Spirit. Illuminate our minds. Give us eyes to see what you are doing, that you are holy. Give us ears to hear your word. Father, we pray that you will move me out of the way. Lord, that you will speak through me. Lord, we pray that you will comfort those that need comforting. Convict those that need convicting. And Lord, give us all counsel to ask what does the Lord say to us. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. I remember that day at the airport in January 2020. I was on my way to a ministry event. I was at the airport and everyone was talking about Kobe Bryant. Everyone was talking about the death of Kobe Bryant. He died in a crash. There was a news flash on all the monitors in the airport. Everybody was, they're murmuring, they're, they're <gasps> was all on one accord. Everybody was, was saying, oh, whoa, 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 what is that? They were shocked. They were in awe. 
they were talking about Kobe. Years later, so the headline reads, Kobe Bryant's widow to settle lawsuit over deadly helicopter crash. Yes, June 22nd, 2001, a non-disclosure confidential settlement would end a wrongful death lawsuit filed against the estate of the pilot and the owner of the helicopter. So friends, in order to keep the peace, Kobe Bryant's family, they chose to sign onto a quiet NDA, that is non-disclosure agreement. For Kobe's kingdom has stopped his play. No more philanthropy. No more showing up on basketball courts. Special appearances. Kobe's not coming back. It's hard to heal and to get past the death of a basketball legend. We see in our text here, for the religious leaders, it was hard for them to see this lame man healed and to get past the idea of a resurrected Jesus Christ, and they had nothing to do with it. In Acts chapter 4, we see Peter and John living into God's kingdom purposes. The religious leaders wanted to stop Peter and John from preaching and teaching the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yes, the one that we were just singing about this morning. There was no way Peter and John were going to sign off on a non-disclosure agreement with those religious leaders. You see, Peter and John, they cared for those who were oppressed. <laughs> yes, those living in despair. And in Acts chapter 4, we see how the Holy Spirit used Peter and John as instruments of healing. They were culturally engaged. They were preaching the truth about Jesus Christ. Yes, the one that we were singing about. The one crucified, buried, and resurrected one. Simply put, they were just doing the work of the ministry as they followed Jesus Christ. Jesus taught them how to shepherd and how to have kingdom courage. Remember our scripture lesson last week, Dr. Conwisher preached? He talked about he could dance. I like to see that one. But he talks about the man who leaped. Scripture says, the lame man leaped for joy. We notice as we exegete this text that the lame man told his story through his actions. He worshiped Jesus, the Christ. As you're going about the week, can people recognize that you're worshiping a resurrected Savior through your actions? Yes, he jumped to his feet and began to walk. So after he worshiped, then he walked. After he leaped, then he walked. Once we worship, God sends us out with a mandate of how we're supposed to walk in the world. After we gather, we are sent out. Furthermore, this text says, 
Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. Then he went back to, to the synagogue. And all the people were watching. Today in our scripture lesson in Acts 4, 21b, it says here, because of public support for Peter and John, they couldn't find a way to punish them. They couldn't act up because the people were living out the kingdom gospel. The people were excited. So in those so we look at these spiritual leadership of that time. They, they, they wanted to put an end to the commotion because they were not getting the attention they wanted from the people. It's so easy for leaders to focus, for ministers like me to focus on a way like, you know, I really want to get the attention of the people. So then what do these religious leaders did? They, this is what they did. I'm glad you asked the question. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer in the name of Jesus. And they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or to teach at all in the name of Jesus. And this is no way Peter and John were going to sign on to this NDA. For the kingdom of God was already in play. Friends, God wants us to be worshipers, witnesses, and warriors to take hold of kingdom courage. We are called to be worshipers, warriors, and witnesses for Jesus. And the more and more I read scripture, the more the Holy Spirit reveals God's truth and how I might apply God's truth to my life. Further, when we look at this text, in verse 13, it states, the council was caught by surprise by the confidence the council was caught by surprise by the confidence. <laughs> Are people caught by surprise by your confidence in Jesus? God may give you an opportunity this week to surprise some people. After all, they understood that these were apostles and uneducated and inexperienced. They also recognized that they had been with Jesus. They had recognized that they'd been with Jesus. As you go about this week, do people recognize that you've been with Jesus? What does that look like? As Pastor Rich has designed this, this, this sermon series, he's talking about, Lord, let your kingdom come and let your will be done through me, through Teach 3, through us. This is what Pastor Rich is trying to teach us. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. The religious leaders of the day, they were, they had, they were putting this intellectual riffraff in play. Some might call it an epistemological eschatology. Now, just a sidebar, if you will. <laughs> Eschatology is a part of theology that's concerned with death, judgment, and the final destiny of the soul, the hope of all humanity and creation. And epistemology is this branch of philosophy that's concerned with knowledge. These religious leaders, it was almost as if they were epistemologists. They were concerned with the origin and the scope of knowledge that Peter and John had. As a matter of fact, they were so concerned about it when we really look in the text. This was their worship preference. They asked questions like, who are these gentlemen? 
What do they have to say about Jesus? They have the power to heal and they're making intellectual claims that healing is connected to the resurrection of Jesus? The leaders had questions. And their response to Peter and John's thinking was to develop a non-disclosure agreement. Yes, an NDA. That would work for them. You see, they just couldn't get their heads around this new thinking about the resurrection through Jesus Christ. It didn't fit within their belief system, and they could not value what these men were saying. They couldn't value it. They didn't value it. They looked at them and said, they're not like us. We can't value that. I don't think so, Peter and John said. No fancy words, no tropes here. Simply put, Jesus reigns. Friends, one of the cultural affectations that has always influenced the religious politics of the church is the value placed upon the educated person. An informed opinion, typically those who aspire to positions of spiritual authority in the life of the church. Folks must spend years in being properly trained, and no one should deny the importance of an education in the production of a thoughtful, competent Christian leader or Christian leadership. Yet, yet, in the story of Acts, this reminds us that the spiritual authority is primarily the result of the Holy Ghost at work in human life and is therefore subject to the spiritual disciplines that make us more available to the Holy Spirit's feeling. That's why we'll, we sing, holy, 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 because we're saying, Lord, you're holy, make me holy. We are worshipers, warriors, and witnesses. We want to be holy, 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 Jesus. It takes a kingdom courage for us to speak with a Holy Spirit-driven boldness when God's truth is being compromised. Some of you were last week, remember we were singing Driven to Jesus? We're driven by the Holy Spirit. Are you driven by the Holy Spirit? Are you driven to Jesus? Or are you driven to your fears? You can't be driven to your fears and have a kingdom courage. Uh, it's impossible to do that. But the only way we can have courage, kingdom courage, is we are driven with the Holy Spirit. Our actions for Jesus, we agree to unveil Jesus Christ. There's no secretness with Jesus. The book of Acts, it reveals, it unveils, it makes known, it testifies, it witnesses, it speaks and teaches the Word of God, and we grow. You show me a Christian that's not growing, and maybe we got to ask the question, are they Christian? Or maybe they are Christian, but they just keep signing a non-disclosure agreement. They sign it as an enemy of the cross of Christ. We must tell our story. You know what our story is? It is well with my soul. Do you love to sing your story? God wants us to rip up any NDA against the gospel of Jesus Christ. In a subtle way, it's possible that we sign on to these little NDAs every day. Hmm, 
Let's look at the Bible and see what it says about that. Isaiah chapter 53. Check this out. All we, uh uh-oh, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and we're helping other people turn. And yet, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Kobe had his provision by signing on to the NBA. Let me tell you, folks, we're not going to get any provision from Jesus when we sign an NDA against the cross of Christ. Let's get more into the word, okay? Check this out, Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. And it states, therefore, as God's chosen people, we're God's chosen people, it says holy. We're singing holy, holy, holy. It says holy as God's chosen people. We are holy. Dearly beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, with kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other. Got to bear with each other. I can tell you, moving here to Atlanta, some of the stuff we had to deal with, my wife and I and family in the neighborhood, ooh-wee. We got to bear with one another. We got to bear with, with some folks. We have to show compassion and kindness. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues. Put on love which binds them all together in the spirit of you. Perfect unity. So in essence, when I do not show compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience with others, when I do not forgive someone who has wronged me, when I hold a silent grudge against anyone or a grievance against anyone, I have signed a non-disclosure agreement with the enemy of the cross of Christ. In essence, what I am saying is Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, those things were not good enough to heal the sin and grievances that were against me. Yet, friends, we see a beautiful attitude of compassion with Peter and John as they respond to the religious leaders. Verse 19, Peter and John responded, it's up to you to determine whether it's right before God to obey you rather than God. Do you feel the compassion, the humility, the gentleness, the patience, the kindness, the long-suffering? Because Peter and John, they clothe themselves with it. Peter and John, they took the high road for the kingdom of God is at hand. Friends, we are worshipers, we're warriors and witnesses for Jesus Christ. It takes kingdom courage for us to speak with the Holy Spirit boldness when God's truth is being compromised. The church must take the high road. And if we don't take the high road, we sign an NDA every day. As I was preparing for this message and going through my process of sermon prep, I was reminded that the best commentary on Scripture is Scripture. And our personal best commentary on Scripture is the life that we live for Jesus Christ. And friends, this takes kingdom courage to live for Jesus. For God is with us. God is for us. 
If God is for us, who could be against us? If it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I look into the hills from whence come my health. My health comes from the Lord. No. It comes from God, the maker of heaven and earth. Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Oh, the Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Wait on the Lord. And he will strengthen your heart. Scripture is filled with comments about what God is saying. We just got to read it. And when we don't read it, we sign an NDA as an enemy of the cross of Christ. Now, I know this may seem like a really hard thing. Ooh, some things are popping up now that weren't popping up in the other two services. But you know, when preachers preach these services three, four times, if we're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit saying particular things to a particular spot in a particular moment, then we're signing off in the NDA. Oh no, I don't want to say that, and then, I'm, then I'm, I'm signing off with them Sadducees. See, the Holy Spirit's speaking to you. The Holy Spirit said, don't sign that NDA. Last week during Staff Chapel, Pastor Richard Conwinshire, he challenged us. You remember this, Will, how he challenged us to pray and lift up walls and get in the way of being a refuge of strength. And I was convicted. And I said, I said, oh, I'm lifting up, Lord. I lift up my intellect. Then I heard Will say, pride. Will say, and I'm saying, yeah, Will, that's what it really is. It's my pride and my intellect. We were confessing. Confessing is good for the soul. It may be bad for your reputation, but not for your reputation in Jesus. It takes courage to repent. It takes courage to say I'm wrong. Oh, I got too excited. Ooh. Let me say it in a more academic way. According to your epistemology, don't worry, be happy in Jesus. Friends, Pastor Richard Conwisher is always challenging us to be the people of God. And it takes kingdom courage for us to be worshipers, warriors, and witnesses for Jesus. In conclusion, here's a little personal story. I really couldn't sign off on a non-disclosure agreement with the enemy of the cross of Christ about 40-some years ago. I saw myself in this role of being an inspiring composer. And in this magazine, it was featured by, by Alaska Airlines magazine, they, they, they did this interview on several composers and I was, they did an article on me and, and I was, you know, this was my witness. This was how I was battling out, you know, my, my, what I was going to be. I was fighting to write good music. This is my witness. And it really, the Lord convicted me. Lord, tap me on the show. Is that your worship, Stephen? God said, Stephen, I know what your dream is, to be a constant music composer. That's good and fine, but I have something else for you. I want to take your dream. Yeah, I want to take your dream. Give me your glasses. Now put on my lens. Now I want you to see my vision. And I want to provide for the vision that I'm giving you. I'm calling you to be a minister as well. Don't worship your vocation. Your vocation is just an illustration 
of God's kingdom being activated in our lives. It is well with my soul. That's our story. Take courage, friends. There is a kingdom courage in your story. There's a kingdom courage in your story, in your story. There's a kingdom courage in your story. Jerry, there's a kingdom courage in your story. And we tell our stories about God's kingdom courage in our lives. For we are called to be worshipers, warriors, and witnesses. It's all good. It's all well with our soul. We know the end. Jesus is victorious. He's our great shepherd. He's our provider. He's our redeemer. He's, our res- He's the resurrection. And he is the genesis and the revelation. You can't get, you can't get around him, folks. He's so high. And he stoops low to pick us up and to carry us. When peace like a river attends our way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my life, whatever you call me to do, Lord, I'm going to say it's well. It's well with my soul. And I have to have kingdom encourage, kingdom encouragement, and I have to have kingdom courage because I just can't be concerned about my soul. I got to be concerned about the souls of others to depopulate hell and to populate heaven. That's the kingdom. Let us pray. Oh, gracious God, your word is final. Amen.